Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will discuss April CPI numbers, mortgage demand, and credit availability, plus an update from yesterday's conversation on mortgage refinancing changes. Today is Wednesday, May 10, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. All right, hit the thumbs up for the only live housing show on the internet, Monday through Friday, live at 9.30 a.m. Eastern and 6.30 Pacific time. On this week's Real Word, we had a little controversy with a barstool host uh, who thinks that he knows housing. So if you're following that story along on Twitter, let me know in the comments. But it sounds like we're going to have another BAM debate next week. So make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Nobody does housing and real estate better than BAM. Glad you are joining me today. Let's start with this CPI April report and how it impacts housing. Inflation rose 0.4% for the month of April. That meets expectations. Okay. Uh, that's down or for year over year headline inflation would be up 4.9%. That's down uh, a tenth of a percent from where the expectation was that we'd come in at 5%. It's also down from the extreme high of June which was 9.1. We've come down month over month over month on this year over year headline inflation number. Okay. So that's good news. We continue to see a downward trend. Again, we're still at 4.9% year over year, uh, slightly less than the 5%, but well above where the Fed wants us to be, which is at 2%. Uh, excluding volatile food and energy categories, core CPI also rose 0.4% also meeting expectations for the month of April uh, and is 5.5% from a year ago. That is in line with expectations uh, before this morning's release. So you can see here uh, all of our charts and sources, of course, will be down below in the free daily download available for you. If you sign up once, you get the Hot Sheets daily download sent directly to your inbox each and every day, U.S. Consumer Price Index year-over-year -year percent change through April 2023. Uh, less energy and food is the dotted line coming in at 5.5%. All items at 4.9%, which is the dark blue line. You can see that in June is that marker where we hit the 9.1 number, and we've come down every single month since that June measurement. Okay, how does this impact housing, and how does it housing rather impact this CPI report? Well, uh, if we go over to U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics and read the press release, the index for shelter was the largest contributor to the monthly all items increase, followed by increases in the index for used cars and trucks and the index for gasoline. The increase in the gasoline index more than offset declines in other energy component indexes and the energy index rose 0.6% in April. The food index was unchanged in April as it was in March. The index for food at home fell 0.2% over a month, while the index for food away from home rose 0.4%. Biggest takeaway here is the index for shelter continues to be the largest contributor for all monthly items increase. How big of a contributor is shelter? Well, it makes up 60% of all items, just under 
60%. Let's go to table two, CPI index for all urban consumers. And this is directly off of the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics website, which will be down below for you in the daily download. So you can see here, relative importance. Okay, so that is what we're looking for uh, to see what percentage shelter makes up of inflation. And then when we go down here to shelter, uh, uh I think I've passed it. Let me go back up. There's a lot of data in here. I mean, you can you can break this thing down. I mean, cheese and related products, by the way, makes up 2.4%. If you are wondering, eggs only making up 0.148%. So it breaks it all the way down into every single category. Uh, okay, here we go. We're getting closer. You know, apparel, footwear, men's footwear, baby and girls, women's footwear. You've got it all in here. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll go over a few of these. Let me know in the comments what you, what you'd like to know, uh, about, but let's first hit housing service, less energy services. Okay. So shelter, um, so services, less energy, cell, uh, services, which is shelter, rent of shelter, rent of primary services, lodging away from home, housing at school, other lodging away from home, owner's equivalent rent of residences. Another big one, owner's equivalent of rent of primary residences. Okay. All of that bundled together makes 58.274%. So there's your 60% of inflation shelter coming in at 34.586% rent of shelter, 34.2% uh, owner's equivalent rent of residences, 25.4%. Uh, and then owner's equivalent rent of primary residences. Okay. When, we, when we scroll across, you can see all right, let's go to yeah shelter here. We do see a month over month decline, 0 0.8 to 0 0.6 to 0 0.4. So trending in the right direction. Rent of shelter, 0 0.7, 0 0.6, excuse me, 0 0.7, 0 0.6, 0 0.5 month over month. That's another good indicator overall, but the number is still extremely high for rent and for shelter. Now, we know when we've talked about this in April, there's a lot of conflicting data. The survey that the government uses is from 1980, where they call people at their home. Okay, so people that still have a home telephone are answering this survey, and they say, well, "You know, what do you think your house would rent for?" And this is this is 18 months lagging data. So once that kind of gets sucked out of these reports, you should see inflation drop considerably. Barry Sternlight, the Starwood Capital chairman and CEO, as we discussed on the streams a lot in April, believes that to be the case. Year-over-year -year rent growth percent is on the decline. We, we've brought up Redfin. We've brought up Rents.com. We've brought up Apartments.com on previous streams. Rents are actually declining across the country. It may be different in your particular market, but overall, with what the Fed is looking at, Across the nation, rents are declining. They're not seeing it, though, because they're reliant on this CPI data report, which is giving us that lagging survey from the 1980s that hasn't been you know, updated since then. Literally, all they'd have to do is go on to apartments.com and get up to the minute data. But they've got this outdated survey that they're using. It's, it's lagging data. And it doesn't reflect that actual rents are on a downward trend. And you can see that CPI shelter is up. Okay. It's making up 60% of all inflation. So 
the the thought is that as we get another CPI report for this month, for the month of May, before the next meeting, hopefully some of this will drop off. Um, it, it won't be reflective of what we know to be true here right now that, uh, you know, it is it is dropping in real time. But hopefully some of that lagging data will get pulled out of it. We keep hearing from Jerome Powell that it's going to be pulled out of it. And it just hasn't happened yet. Uh, it did go down month over month a little bit here, but still makes up 60% of the total inflation. I did clip out um, just that snippet because there are so many different categories. And I'll drop this down into the daily download available as well, where you can see that um, where the increases and decreases were. Again, shelter month over month down, uh, rent of primary residence. It did show an, uh, a tick up here from 0.5 to 0.6. We know that that's not not accurate data. Uh, you know, not in real time, according to rents.com and apartments.com and Redfin and these other sources. Lodging away from home went down 3%. Uh, housing at school, you know, th those are really a small percentage of what makes up for this. Uh, other lodging away from home, including hotels and motels, also down. So less people... Uh, theoretically traveling in April owner's equivalent uh, rent of residences was flat 0. 0.5 to 0.5% owner's equivalent rent of primary residents also flat. Okay. Uh, another way to look at the overall CPI report, another chart here. Uh, this is from wall street journal sourcing labor apartment via St. Louis fed would be uh, this one right here where you can see month over month uh, declines since these higher inflation months in 2021, end of 21 and 2022. I'll put that into the, um, into the daily download available for you as well. You can see the last recession of the beginning of COVID. Obviously, everything stopped, so inflation tanked and then shot right back up when Jerome Powell uh, went on the extreme run of the money printing machine. Should technically see uh, inflation go down. We'll see what happens here as we go into the next recession. It won't be a decrease like shown in front of you here on this chart. Okay, overall positive numbers. The market has reacted positively. We're we're going to review the 10-year, but 10-year is down. So, um Stock market is up. Dow's up after the open. Dow jumps more than 100 points as traders cheer better than expected inflation data. So that 0.10% uh, beating expectations has uh, you know, come as a win for stock traders. Dow's up, S&P's up, NASDAQ's up, uh, and the 10 years down. And hopefully we'll get a drop in the 30-year later today. All right. Speaking of the 30-year. Where is mortgage demand right now? Switch over to our latest mortgage demand report for the week. Mortgage demand surged after last week's FOMC meeting because of the drop in the interest rates that we experienced last week after the 10-year dropped off of Jerome Powell's comments. Applications to purchase a home increased 5% from the week. They're still 32% lower than the same week one year ago. Applications to refinance a home jumped 10% last week compared with the previous week. So more people are looking to refinance. By the way, I've got the question from yesterday on the refinance. We're going to cover that at the end of the show from yesterday's stream. 
uh, on these uh, refinance increases. Okay, so the average contract rate for the 30-year fixed mortgage with conforming loan balances, 726200 or less. That's the conforming loan limit that we know uh, decreased last week to 6.48 from 6.5 uh, previous week with points declining to 6, uh, 0.61 from 0.63. Okay. Um, as a result, applications to refinance the home jumped to 10%. Uh, refinance the demand is down 44%. Uh, the applications for the uh, purchase market jumped 5%, but 32% lower. Okay. So there you go. There's your update on mortgage demand. Another better week. Hopefully that will uh, you know, continue to show in closings, but we need it. We need an inventory week. We talked about it on Monday. We need inventory to go up in order to uh, really meet the demand that we do have, albeit a third less than where the demand was last year. Okay. But not everybody's able to go out and get a mortgage despite what uh, the idiots on Twitter, not talking about the barstool people that uh, have have come after me, really just one. If you watch the real word pod, you know what I'm talking about. Um, just talking about the overall doom and gloomers of the market who believe that uh, we're going to see another 2008 mortgage credit avail availability decreased in April. This was released by Mortgage Banker Association yesterday. OK, so mortgage credit availability. Uh, the Mortgage Credit Availability Index, MCAI, a report from MBA, analyzes data from ICE Mortgage Technology. Uh, it fell by 0.9% to 99.6 in April. A decline in the MCAI indicates that lending standards are tightening. Okay, obviously with everything the bank's going through and just the economy overall, it's, you know, and the, the rates being higher, it's predictable that there's going to be less money in the system. Jerome Powell is not putting a bunch of money into the system. And so there's there's going to be a tightening in the standard of who they loan money to, who these banks and mortgage lenders will actually provide a loan to. So um, the index was benchmarked to 100 in March 2012. So we are now below the March 2012 benchmark. The conventional MCAI increased 0.5%, while the government MCAI decreased by 2.1% of the component uh, indices. Uh, of the conventional MCAI and the jumbo MCAI increased 1.5%. The conforming MCAI fell 1.1%. All right, here's a great chart to show anyone who believes we're going into some type of 2008 mortgage crisis. Mortgage cre Credibility Index uh, expanded historical series. So this is going back to June 2004. The index that they benchmarked in March of 2012 at 100%. Well, back in January of 05, we were at 800. And by October 2006, we were up at 900 on the index, nine times the benchmark made in 2012 after the mortgage crisis. You can see that in 2014 to say about 2020, we got up as high as maybe 200 on the benchmark. And then we've significantly dropped down during the COVID years, actually. We've dropped, we've continued to drop during the high interest mortgage rate, and we are now below the MET benchmark at 99.6 for mortgage credit availability. It is very difficult to obtain a mortgage today in comparison to 04, 05, 06, 07, uh, before the 08 mortgage financial collapse. So 
I think that's just a great chart. I'll drop that down below. And Mortgage Banker Association shared this report just yesterday that even in April in, in a below benchmark state that we're already in, credit continues to tighten. So uh, listen, purchases are down in the real estate market. Okay. Uh, mortgage applications are down over 30%. There's less people that qualify. There's less people that it, that um, are, are looking to sell their home. It's just, it's just what we're in right now. This winter that is, you know, after the spring, after the summer here in 2023, this, this winter looming could be one of the lowest transaction winters of all time. If you're a real estate attorney, if you're a real estate agent, be prepared for that moment. Uh, you know, listen, I think there's going to be a lot of agents that continue to get out of the market because when hard gets hard, you've got to be hardened to meet it as an agent. And, and you might not see uh, a lot of people that a lot of agents that want to stick through that. It'll create opportunity. The biggest the businesses will get built during this time, but be prepared how to meet that challenge and how to meet that moment, because there certainly will uh, be less transactions in this environment. And there's certainly a huge opportunity for real estate professionals to educate people that we're not going into a 2008 crisis mode. This is another example of why we're not. All right, sticking with the mortgage, we had the uh, question yesterday, and I don't know if we still have the exact question available, Haley. Uh, see if you can pull it up. It was about the um, refinance changes. So the mortgage refinance changes um, that happened earlier this year. And so I, I just want to cover everything uh, in regards to those mortgage finances changes. So there was a 50 basis point refinance LLPA introduced back in, in August of 2020. All right, Kate. So that made refinance rates worse, slightly worse. The LLPA was then later removed in August 2021. All right, so we're going all the way back to the history. August 2020, it made refinance rates worse. That LLPA was removed in August 2021. Then there were some updates to the LLPA matrix, which we talked about a bunch last week with the different from the refinance stuff uh, for the purchase market with those Fox News headlines, okay? So there were some updates to the LLPA PA matrix for cash out refinances. So specifically if you're taking cash out of your house, I referenced that yesterday. That went into effect December 1st, 2022. Some rates got worse, some rates got better, and some got worse depending on the credit score and loan to value. So similar to the recent LLPA changes where um, you know, you just got you just got different uh different levels there. Okay. So uh, on November 2nd, 2022, um, I'm reading from Fannie Mae, updates to loan level price adjustments to process sustainable and equitable access to affordable housing, uh, FHFA announced targeted increases the upfront fees for some cash out refinance loans. Today, uh, they published a letter. I've got a chart on this. Okay. So. Let me switch over to that. Uh, this is directly from Fannie Mae, updated February 1st, 2023. Remember, a lot of these LLP, LLPA changes were announced earlier in the year. Everybody freaked out about the one that was 
you know, going into effect May 1st, supposedly, but it, it really went into effect well before that for the purchase uh, market. Many lenders were already following that. Okay. Now, if we go down to uh, LLPAs for cash out refinances, here is, and I'll drop this into the daily download as well. Uh, the following table reflects the LLPAs that will apply to cash out refinance transactions when they become effective in 2023, which they are now effective. And that was the, the question yesterday. Note that some LLPAs are increasing, but others are decreasing. Additionally, the loan level price adjustment matrix has been updated to reflect these changes. So uh, it's going to depend on the credit score. Again, what's what's increasing and what's decreasing in the loan to value range, right? So if you're going to take out uh, you know, less than 60%, it's going to be different than over there on the right. If you're going to be taking out 75 to 80% of the cash of the home. Okay. So, uh, there's going to, it's going to cost you more essentially overall, uh, from what it looks like to go out and do a cash out refinance. I've been saying, I think that that's probably a good thing we don't need to put more cash into the system we need to make homeowners think twice about it this is a protective measure from where we were in 2006 seven you know where when the real estate market really hot people had a lot of equity and they were just pulling cash out and buying boats and buying crap one we don't want to see that not in high inflationary times um, two, we just don't, you know, you sh if, if you're pulling money out of your home, hopefully you're going to be using it, uh, to go buy more real estate, right? So you got to be going out and getting a deal. Hopefully the numbers are going to make sense. Um, but we don't want to put more cash on the system. Jerome Powell's already done enough of that. So making homeowners think twice about that is probably a good move overall, uh, for where we are. So I'll drop that down below. In the daily download as well. Let's take a look at where we're at on the 10 year after today's good inflation news. All right. Let me just get a refresh here. And we have dropped down 0.072 on the day so far. We're sitting at 3448 on the 10 year. We're up above 3.5 just yesterday. If I go to the one day chart, you can see the sharp decline there let's see where we are starting today on the 30-year fix we had an increase yesterday with the increase in the 10-year up to 6.68 on the 30-year fix according to mortgage news daily could potentially see this get closer to 6.5 certainly i believe we'll drop into the 6.5 to 6.6 range with this drop in the 10-year this will be a welcome sign for home shoppers this week who are looking to lock in uh, they'll potentially be able to get in with their local lender, even under six, five, depending on their credit, uh, and, and their, um, strength in mortgage. Of course, there's less of an opportunity, but, uh, you know, if you still have good, strong credit, you can still get a mortgage. All right. Uh, if you missed Tuesday's real word, check it out. There's a huge controversy on Twitter going on with, uh, Bam and Barstool right now. So you can follow me at Byron Lazine to check out some of that on twitter and if you haven't checked out bamx yet make sure you do so below uh link below we've got a whole bunch of you guys in the bamx community already we're going to be taking a lot of the questions from the hot sheet and starting to answer them in the bamx community rebecca you are welcome that'll be available in the daily download which is absolutely free so make sure you sign up for daily download if you haven't done that 
and of course, BAMX, uh, the best real estate marketplace in the industry. This is the only live daily housing show on the internet. We'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great day. Till then, toodaloo.